the Chasing Progress podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Chase and Progress podcast. This week we've got a question from one of our resident doctors, <laughs> Mr. Pickles. The question is, is the pandemic a wake-up call to people's approach to living a healthier lifestyle? Let's go, Simon. Uh, is it a wake-up call? Do you think people are being healthier? Um... I'm interested to hear that answer. Do you, like, do we think that people have been healthier during this last year than they were before lockdown? I think people are more aware of the exercise part of it. I don't know about the nutrition I, side of it. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say the people who love exercise have exercised anyway, and they were going to do that pandemic, lockdown, whatever, or not. They were always going to do that, but... I'd say as a whole, I don't think people have exercised and become more aware of it over this over this lockdown year, over this pandemic. I think people are keen to get back into gyms and get back to normality. And I, but I think I think that's as a whole. I think people are chasing this idea of well, normality. People who, people who already go to the gym. What about people who don't and have suddenly been given like a all this has happened, hasn't it? And now people like are aware of the health and stuff. Yeah. And so people who've never been to the gym. Yeah, so I, th- I think those people, I think everyone, those people, the people who've been to the gym, all the brackets, all the dynamics, all, all of them, I think they're all keen to get either into gym, back to the gym, back to normality, uh, doing something new, doing something fun and, and what have you. But I don't necessarily think it comes out of, or maybe, maybe it comes out of an awareness of what they've been missing. So yeah, I guess in that sense, They've maybe become a little bit more aware of their health in that sense. But I don't think there's been like this um, awareness of like, oh my gosh, my health is important and I really need to make some adjustments immediately. From what I've seen, whether it be my own social circles or whether it be just, you know, you're out at the supermarket or whatever, I think that people by and large have probably fallen into a bit of a, a, bit of a, a slump and they're just waiting for the gyms to open and I think in people's heads they feel like the gym is an exciting easy place to go to get fit and healthy and so strong. that's like the diet starts Monday mentality diet isn't it? starts Monday 100% I think that that's so the answer is no then yeah I'd say nothing's come from high up about a healthier lifestyle has it well, there's, there's nothing coming from the government well, Bar- about, Boris said he was eating less chocolate and less cheese wasn't he well I've been eating more I've been drinking I've been drinking so Boris more lost his weight Boris lost his weight by eating less cheese and less chocolate. Has he? Words. Well, that's what he said. Oh, and he was going for a few more jogs. He had a personal trainer in Liverpool or a Liverpool personal trainer. I'm sure he did. Hopefully not during lockdown because that wasn't allowed. So <laughs> Either way, I don't think it's helped. So yeah, in the New York Times, they, they reckon on average, because of lockdown, people gained a pound every 10 days. And in some reviews, on average, people have gained... 20 pounds over the year step count of a massive group study reduced by 30 percent over the year so people initially in the first weeks of the lockdown started eating healthy they were aware they were perhaps a little bit worried and then it says but after this overall most people turned was this the high. beginning last march yeah so so when it was so, nice weather. so starting last march up until now most people they started off um, eating healthy but they turned to high calorie foods quite quickly like banana bread. <laughs> yeah, everyone is making banana bread. It's healthy because it's got bananas. I think it's different in it because in March, it was the start, you know, spring's coming, the weather was nicer. We had a balmy 
March, April, didn't a we? Balmy. <laughs> what a word, a balmy. <laughs> Who are you, lardy da sir? Crack out the champagne and strawberries, That's shall we? That's a proper British way, that. <laughs> British. Balmy. It's British, it ain't scouse. Balmy. Uh, chip balm. Mr. Don Pickles, Chip he buddy. would say balmy. <laughs> <laughs> the temperature was rather high. Um, yeah, we had a good, solid summer. It was like a great start, wasn't it? March, yeah, because I, rem- I remember yeah. being in the garden with the kids. I had, you did I had all your the, projects, didn't you? All your building projects. I had the bike out there. I had the rower there. All my workouts were in the sun. It was... It's so much easier to train and be healthier when the weather's nice and you're yeah. out, whether it's walks... Walks on your own or walk, you know, I remember taking the dog out for a walk and like, if someone was coming the other way, it was like a, a duel, oh like gosh, a standoff, yeah. wasn't it? Or you had to do that wide berth walk where one of you either walked into the flipping bush yeah, or crossed over the road. But then with the second and third one, with the weather being colder, the nights drawing in, yeah. there's no, like higher. even in normal times. Yeah, it's hard for people to be yeah. out and get motivated in that well, type of... Like, yeah, I'm a fair weather runner. So I run loads in the summer and I love going out for a run. And then the winter winter nights kick in. Now you've got your Garmin. Are you going to run in the winter? Yeah, absolutely. I went for a run the other day. Does it light it, up? Pasted. Yeah, it lights up. Does it? Yeah, I've said it out. Yeah, it lights up just by looking at it, by the way. I don't even have to press a button. Garmin, Garmin, Garmin. We sponsored by Garmin. We're going to send some Garmin's. <laughs> Garmin. Um, Still waiting for mine. Will I go for Will I go for more runs in the winter? Yeah, I definitely will now because I've got this this, this like a little gimmick that's going to motivate me to get out there a little bit more. I would like to think that people have realised how important health is, how important activity is. But it's like the parameters of health. Like, sorry, I'm interrupting, but it's the parameters of health. Like, what again? You know, like how do you define health? So if you're defining health as someone who, you know, you have a healthy ticker, it's going okay, your heart's good, your cholesterol's down. Your blood pressure's down. It's all they're all in the healthy ranges. Some people define that as health, but those people could still be overweight. Those people could still be not fit in relation to like being able to move efficiently, like you know, go for a little run. Um, like the classic example of this is my dad. If you ever met him, well, you have. Um, you know what? I think my dad is seventy. Oh my gosh, I better get this right. Seventy-seven or something like that. The, the fella loves bacon and eggs every day all this kind of stuff. I would describe my dad as a healthy 77-year-old man. Now, he's got a little bit of a beer belly and he does all that, but the fella wouldn't be able to run to the bus stop. Like, but that's, I think that's a generation thing because my mum smokes. She smokes about 30, 40 a day. She fell down the stairs a few years ago. Yeah. Never done, never broke a bone, never, nothing wrong with Got her. Back up again. And she was like, that's because I smoked that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a different generation. Disclaimer, that it's not. But. <laughs> So it's a different generation when you're talking about that type of stuff. Yes. Or- so I think it's the definition of health. Now, are there people who are perhaps more aware of that side of things and like their well, immune take systems? This, I was going to say, take this. It's an immune system. It's an attack on the immune system, isn't it? And yeah, pandemic, COVID and everything that entails. Yeah. So all the ways that are going to help with your immune, immune system. Yeah. So take stuff like vitamin D, you know, fish oil, being healthy, cardio, having your cardio fitness up. Just those basic things, yeah. A war, like that's not my definition of healthy, but it's gonna help. Like, of course. For, for example, I take I take vitamin D daily. I take fish oils daily. Yeah, you're good with it. I sleep consistently. I drink yeah. a lot of water consistently. You go I train. to bed early, don't you? And I haven't had COVID. Yeah, I'm not saying I won't get it. I'm not saying. Okay, so I have. We've been around each other um, consistently over the last year. 
whether it's been in work, whether it's been training together. In fact, we trained together um, at work during the period that I must have had COVID, like as in, you know, that period where... We were in a car, weren't we? Yeah, we were in the car together. We went to go <laughs> got a test together. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, you didn't get it. I did. Uh, I I probably don't, well, not probably, I don't sleep as well as you. I'm not taking any vitamin D at the moment or fish oils. Um, I would still say that I would class myself as a healthy individual. Like to say my immune system's pretty strong, but I did get it. Now I'm sure that there's exceptions and there's outliers there in the sense of like, it's just one of those things. But is it a case of, do you feel like your supplement protocol and your sleep and your water intake and just perhaps your consistent approach and all that kind of stuff, do you feel like that? that stood you in better stead to fight off any kind of disease or any kind of infection? Well, I think I can only take that assumption. Yeah. Like there's people out there who, who weed classes not being healthy, who haven't had it. Yeah. But those are the outliers, aren't they? They're the exceptions. And obviously they may have, they, whilst they're not healthy, they may have been quite smart in how they conducted their like interactions with people. They may yeah, have like I've been around a lot of people who've had it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have. Probably everyone who I've been around and been allowed to have been around. Yeah. Apart from my family and the people I live with, I've had it. Yeah. And I think, am I the only one who hasn't had it? So from what, what I can think of, there's about maybe what, 20 odd. Yeah. I don't know. Something and I'm like the it. one who hasn't. And we've all been in like close contact yeah. when we've been allowed to. So I don't know. I, th- I think I can only put it down to my approach. And like, there's nothing to say I won't get it tomorrow. But yeah. I've been testing regularly back in the height of it. Yeah. We've got like home tests now. I've tested, like, tested myself quite regularly as well. And they've all been negative. And yeah, I, I don't know. I think I can only go off that. Yeah. I would say my approach to it. It's like my approach to everything. It's just consistency. So I consistently train, consistently eat well, consistently sleep well, consistently drink water, just do all the basics. It annoys me the amount of times you say consistently, but it is... Consistent though, isn't it? It is consistent. Um, yeah, and I think that's definitely, I think that's testament to it. Like I think your health and, and the way that, uh, you know, that you've kind of gone about it has probably stood you in better stead than most. You know, if I was to give a blanket answer, blanket statement to that question, do I think people are more aware of their health? I think that if the definition of health is immune systems, and if if it's um, if it's becoming more aware of like not getting sick, then yes, I think people are more aware. But if it if we're classing health as cardiovascular fitness, if we're classing health as being nutritionally balanced and maintaining a good um, a good intake of macro and micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, and all those things. No, I don't think that people have necessarily gone down that route. I think you're going to have your people who are interested in that as a hobby, and they've probably increased that approach in their lives. But I think as a whole, people have probably reverted. I mean, come on, KFC, McDonald's, all these places were doing deals and and like discounts. Well, that essential, Andy, they've been open all the way through. Essential, essential. yeah, KFC, of essential. The gym isn't, but yeah, and like KFC is. I mean, what, there's a KFC just around the corner from the gym here. And when we drive home, there are queues outside that place. And I like, I've not seen queues like that outside that KFC ever in the, in the three and a half years that we've been here. So if oh, I was that to, part of the problem, so if, I was, so if I was to look at that alone, that tells me that people are not as conscious of their health. And people have more disposable income this last year, which is crazy because everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of people have because they've been on furlough or they've been working from home and they haven't been able to go out and spend their hard-earned money at restaurants and bars and all that kind of stuff. So 
all of a sudden they're looking around and what's fun, what's enjoyable. Obviously food is the enjoyment of life. You know, it's good for the soul. And so people will be finding themselves at like Chippies and KFCs and McDonald's and all these places that I don't have a problem with at all. We all know how much I love those places. You're in the um, queue most of the time. <laughs> I, I, not if there's a queue. That's that's the one thing you won't find me in. If there's a queue, I'm gone. Um, I just can't queue for it. I feel like then I'm just like, nah, I can't be one of those people. Um, but so yeah, that tells me. Like even if you just go off visuals, I don't think people are more aware of it. Does awareness equal action? No. Because so like you can be aware of it, but are you going to so make much, a difference about it? There's so much awareness out there. There's so much information out there. And no, I think it doesn't. It's probably overwhelming. I'd, I'd take like my wife, for example. I used to like. Oh, shout out. Okay. <laughs> He's on the sofa to, tonight, everyone. <laughs> Go on. I used to, as you can imagine, I'd, I'd be going on at her to like, oh, you need to train, you need to go to the gym, yeah, you need to do this, yeah, you need yeah. to eat healthy. And I, I soon realized that approach didn't work. Yeah. So then I took on the approach of like not care, not giving her stuff. Yeah. Um, Beep. And that didn't work either. <laughs> so, and I think it comes down to- Kate's one on her own though. Hey, she's always going to do it her way. That's the impression I get. I mean, six bottles of Prosecco for time and she's in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, Champion of the world. <laughs> but I think this comes down to like control. Adults don't like being told what to do. Yeah. Because yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. just a natural mechanism, is Absolutely. it? Absolutely. They yeah. want to be in control. And I think coming from, it's really annoyed me that nothing's come from- the powers that be, so the government, nothing's come nothing, from... Yeah, nothing of note. Like, you know, because I know that people listening, there'll be some look, people... Look, for example, today, like this this came through today. I'm not saying a name just in case, but one of the um, MPs has yeah. spent six... Why can't we say the name? Well, I guess we can. Pretty Patel. Yeah, go on. She spent £669 of government expenses or taxpayers' expenses on yeah. cupcakes... And, Essential. And £2,000 on a dietitian. Essential. <laughs> at least she's got her priorities straight. At least she's spending Are more she? money. At least she's spending more money on a dietitian than she is on her cupcakes. I'm pretty sure I know. Pretty, what, yeah. Pretty sure they're pretty. I'm pretty sure I know what the dietitian's first thing is going to be. <laughs> yeah. This is a simple fix. Stop spending so much money on cupcakes. Yeah, cut out those cupcakes, love. <laughs> this is Chasing Progress, the podcast. I think, you know what, right? Like, obviously, again, disclaimer, we're not doctors, we're not the scientists and blah, blah, blah. But we do have a brain and we have, um, I know that's hard for some of you to believe, but, uh, and you know, we, we can but all- But take back from that, doctors come to us yeah, to absolutely. get healthy and fit. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, and we can, I think it's probably because, well, not probably, we invest a lot of time into this, we care about it, we do a lot of research, we spend our lives around it, and so it matters to us. But um if, if you look at it, like it's it's just an, this ongoing thing, isn't it? Like, yeah, there's been some stuff that's come from them. There hasn't been a lot. There hasn't been a lot of like sort of- in- What's come from them? I can't think of anything. Yeah, like, no, but you've got like, you've got your sort of- They're giving you permission to go out and exercise. That, yeah. But like, that's- Well, they could, they could promote health and fitness more. They could invest, uh, spend money and invest money into helping people access gyms helping people access health and fitness. I mean, you know, I know that it's been in the news and there's been things in the industry of fit and of health and fitness around this, you know, eat out to help out scheme that was promoted last August, but there was no promotion of like, hey, why don't we give you some money to go and join a gym for the first 12 weeks? And I know that like, there's been people in the industry who are fighting for that and, and going after it and this, all, all that kind of stuff. But 
Um, they could have done that. They could have talked about it more often. They could have uh, spent well more uh, time educating people Is how to eat problem, healthy, no. how to... Who, who in the government would you listen to for health and fitness advice bearing well, in mind like the yeah, health secretary no of course no would I, would I listen to them no but would I listen to them if they got someone reputable from the industry who us if they got Dave and Simon bosh to go to go help <laughs> don't out don't say it don't hey, say it listen no, I love the fella I think Joe Wicks no. I think he's absolutely incredible I got nothing but love and respect for the guy um, the nation's PE teacher listen yeah He's done incredible for the nation. He's done more for the nation than the government's right up there. So, yeah, I think that your bodies were designed to fight a disease and your bodies were designed to, your immune systems were designed to do it and we should give our bodies a chance at doing that. Am I pro-vaccine? Am I anti-vaccine? Man, I'm pro whatever people want to choose. If you want to choose that, then that's your thing. Go for it. If you don't, then that's your thing. Go for it. But none of that, whether you have the vaccine, whether you don't have the vaccine, none of that negates choosing to make your lifestyle healthier and better. You are only going to be better and in a better position if you choose to make your lifestyle healthier. I think the sad thing on that point is that people wait for the vaccine the wait for that bit of well again it comes down to again, what you said at the start that's the monday thing isn't it i'm yeah. waiting for monday and it's like like you said i'm not pro or against the vaccine i just hate the way people just rely on that it's like that's the hope like i can't do something myself to improve yeah. my health or my immune system y- you can like yeah, you, can, you, 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 can. Can, you can do that right now yeah of course you haven't got to wait for a vaccine but it just, where does that come from where does what come from? Where, how do you change someone's approach and thought process and mentality to not be like that, to not wait for a vaccine as the hope? Education, consistent education, coming back to your favorite word, consistent education. Like you're never going to change people through one incident. And I think obviously, again, there's severe circumstances that change people's minds and outlook. So perhaps someone who goes through a traumatic experience, whether it's the loss of a loved one, or, or, or whatever it is, and they, they come to this light bulb epiphany moment where they realize, okay, it's time for me to act so that I don't replicate what I've seen or so that, that, so that doesn't happen to me. And so you'll get those people. But by and large, I think the population, society as a whole, I think the only way you get people to change their mindsets on a huge scale is consistent Education. I mean, well, you talk about uh, like, you know, what's it called? Propaganda. Propaganda is a way of changing mindsets in society. And that's what happens. That's what happened in the Second World War. Sure. Again, people who are far more specialized in these fields than we are. There's ways that you would get that news and that information out there on, on a level that helps people understand it. And it actually changes mindsets. But I guess that comes with investment, that comes with money and and perhaps people or the powers that be aren't prepared to spend that. Progress, not perfection. The Chasing Progress podcast. I think there's going to be uh, an April New New Year new, mentality. New Year, an April, new me. Yeah. New I think year. this is like January the 1st. Yeah. April the 12th, if that's when it is, or when we open. And Jim, we're hoping it's going to be, so yeah. I think there's going to be a massive influx yeah. everywhere, all gyms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just hope people realize how important it is and stick with it and don't make silly goals, don't make silly yeah. statements and stuff. Just accept that you're doing it for 
yourself, your yeah. long-term health, your longevity, and uh, yeah. Just- I, th- I think people have definitely realized how much they have missed the gym. Even like your people who don't usually go, you know, your, 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 your people who buy a membership or sign up for a membership at gym and they access it like once every three months. And it's just that, that, that thing that they keep because it makes them feel good about themselves. I think those people have probably realized, man, you know what? When the gyms are back, I want to access it more because I've missed the um, luxury of being able to go. So now when it is available, I want to go and I want to be there. I think there's categories. I think the people who are like diehard people who train have found a way to train during lockdown. I think probably the biggest, obviously they're going to miss the gym, but I think the biggest ones are the ones who like go twice a week or something yeah because they haven't got the if you want to call it motivation or self-discipline to do do things at home and find a way to do things at home they want they want to go to that place to be told what to do so i think it's them who have missed it the most i think it's them who've been hit hardest and i think that 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 they will return i think that they'll come back into the gym that they'll be people who perhaps be more consistent and um and start to change their lives. Do do I think that people will revert back to type um, after a while? Do do I think that there will be this? What do you mean? Do you mean like the new year where new year, new me, boom, boom, boom? Couple I'm of into, weeks and then it's back to normal. Back. Yeah, uh, no, I don't. I think people will take. I do. A, do you? I, feel, I, I think there'll be a percentage. I think. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think if you, you know, we've been in this, doing this for years and whatever, and we've seen all the trends and the trends are, you know, like you get your January, like newbies, they smash it, they go mad. By February, they're gone. Um, and then you get your people who kind of stick around till April. And then generally the people who are still there in April, they're going to be the people who are around and who have made the change. I actually think that there will probably be more people now who do decide that they want to stick around uh training and health and lifestyle changes and they want to make all those things um, happen for themselves I think there'll be a greater percentage of them I hope people realize that like they're not training for four weeks of fat loss they're not training for yeah to lose like four four pound in a week or something like that they're training for long-term health and I think I think that's my biggest hope from all of this is that people realize this is a lifestyle and it's a it doesn't end this is to like the end of time they pop the clogs yeah yeah let's talk about obesity and the pandemic okay go on will this so will this awareness because there's a obesity disclosure here everyone we have not vetted these questions dave is throwing this at me right now hey this is coming from dom dr dom dr dom so and he's got a better view on it. i don't know if i like dr dom or dr pickles more if we're going to give him a nickname i think his middle name begins with j so it's actually dr DJ Pickles. Dr. DJ. That's, that's what, what it is. Dr. DJ Pickles. I don't know why I did that voice, but that's what it is. Dr. DJ Pickles. Hey, guys. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. We're getting lost here. Come on. Someone make me a cup of tea. Will it help the obesity crisis? So will the awareness of all this help with the obesity crisis? And it is a crisis. You could probably call that a pandemic itself. Um, well, if you look at, again, going back to my New York Times article, yeah. if you look at that, um, the, the, the levels p- of obesity that have come out of lockdown and come out of this last year of pandemic have risen. So obesity has risen across the board. And it was already the, dangerously high. In the last year. So 
Um, will it help with obesity? Okay, obviously, first of all, obesity's got worse. So that, it, you know, that hasn't helped there. Will it help people now coming out of it? Will people want to address the obesity situation, whether it be in their own lives, whether it be in their friends and family, whatever it is, um, whether the government will then start helping and start investing more money into helping with obesity? So do you think it's right? And this, came, this, this, wasn't, this was something that came out that you should pay people to lose weight? Because that was an idea by the government. I guess the idea is that if you pay them to lose weight across the long term, then what, what's going to happen is you're going to pay less because they won't be in hospital as much. There won't be as much um, access to the NHS. But like what happens because when... Because of obesity-caused illnesses. So I guess that's the idea. That there's like, there's got it clearly, my logical brain says the, the trade-off is pay a little bit to save a lot. So maybe that's what they're getting at. Uh, that goes against my my DNA and what's sort of, you know, goes against I hate the grain the for me because obviously my thing is like, what about all the people who are just going to sort of abuse that and, and like, you know, purposely just do whatever they want and then get paid a little bit and, you know. And, and But what about the people who are uneducated and think that's a good idea and that's how good, uh, that's how, that's what's going to get them fit and healthier? What did they say? You've got to want it, haven't you? It's got to be like an internal drive to be healthier, to be better. Like, let's talk about this. Just yeah, but a lot of people so, haven't got that. Like, a, so a side note, yeah, but you can develop it. You can develop that. That it can it can come from something. And just on that, real quick, I am an older dad. We've talked about this. Like, uh, my my child was born last year. I'm 39 years old. So um, I know that when I turn up to the school playground in 10 years. At 49 years old and my child's 10, I know that I'm going to be one of the older dads in the crowd. And? Right? And I'm not making excuses here. I know. I am going to absolutely be crushing all of the dads because. Lorianne, the, the minute, please video the sports minute, day, please. <laughs> the minute Skylar was born, like it was a bit of an epiphany moment for me. Like it was, it was everything you see in the movies and all that. It was that light bulb moment where I was like, you know what? Like, Knowing she was coming was one thing. Holding her and and like realizing it was a whole nother ball game. And so all of a sudden I was like, I don't want her to ever feel like, oh, my dad, my dad's the flipping, the old fart. You, you can't cross the finish line. But so we've all had of this a, chat, So we? all of a sudden I started to train harder, to step my game up. And like, I genuinely can, I can sense that it's become a, ingrained thing in me it's done like it won't leave me now i'm sure there'll be ebbs and flows and there'll be days and weeks and months where like my energy levels are high and low depending on the stresses of life and all that but i know for a fact i can sense it in me that it's been nine months now where there's the there's this there's this thing in me that's like man my life has changed forever like, so would you say that's inbuilt or developed developed okay so that came so i think people so going back so comparing that or paralleling paralleling I think it's inbuilt. Next to someone who perhaps has obesity and who doesn't, who perhaps might feel hopeless or feel lost or feel like it's not something they can ever achieve. And so they've settled into this pattern of life. I do feel like you can have your epiphany moment and be like, okay, I need to change forever. And I think that can come from whether it be education through government stuff whether it be through your own moment in life where maybe you know you have a, a child who birthed into your life and it's it changes your thing whether you see that but we've whatever. had we've had clients i've had clients when i was a one-on-one pt we've had people in here who yeah. 
you know, they're obese, they're out of shape. They've, you know, probably never set foot in a gym before. They come in, they tell us the, you know, getting down to the nitty gritty when we're, when we're talking to them, they basically want to be alive for the kids. Yeah. They want to be able to play in the park with the kids and not get out of breath. They yeah. want to... Like that was that was their reason for when they came to the gym. Like yeah, and asked, how come you're accessing the gym? What are your goals? And they were like, I want to be able to run around with my kids. And some of them get really emotional. And, you know, I've had tons of people crying with me yeah. about getting deep into goals and being there for the kids. You love deep chats though. But you do take it deep. This is, this is my point about, can you develop it? You well, see them once and then you don't see them again? No, but that's not everybody. It's been a lot. I don't think I've had many people who've said oh, that. I and think that's. Stuck. I think that's a bigger question then. So is that? Yeah. Okay. So that comes down to them. And I guess internal, all I'm asking there is what that comes down to their internal drive. But then you know, as coaches, can we help them by perhaps finding better ways to communicate ourselves in order to inspire them differently? Like you know, okay, the onus isn't on us to want change. Change should come from within. But can we can we be part of the educational? Um, process that we're talking about it you know we're saying the government should educate people if we care about this thing so much and we care about health and fitness as much as we say we do can we take a bit of responsibility and say okay it's on us to make sure that we educate people to help them make better decisions I'm rather thinking, than just hey flipping move yourself to give moving. to give an example and to put context on it i think i can remember three like in the past year yeah where you know, it's not just come in like, what's your goal? I want to lose weight. I want to be with my goods, blah, blah, blah. Let's go and train. Yeah. It's sitting down and, and like having an hour, an hour's conversation, maybe more. Yeah. Getting really emotional, talking deep about it and then putting a plan in place and, and you know, being the caring trainer, being the caring coach, caring human, human to human um, and putting small manageable processes and steps in place and, and explaining to them this is what we're going to do this is how we're going to do it we're not going to throw you right in at the deep end you know you're going to start by sitting on a bench and standing up that's yeah. your squat or walking up and down or whatever it is really really simple and easy and explaining it to them not just throwing them in but then you don't see them again that's not like you're well, coming yeah but I guess that comes down to the thing of like you can't help everyone there's always going to be people you can't help like, but where's that when you talk about that internal drive or you can develop it? I don't see what what's the biggest thing about you just said as soon as Skyla was born, you yeah. didn't want to be you're an older dad, yeah. Instantly, you don't want to be, yeah, the, I don't want to be the, the old fart at the yeah. back, yeah. Like, I want to be up there, like, I want my daughter to be proud of me, and that's at just, 49 and 50 years old. I don't want her to, feel, I don't want her to feel like she's she's got the old dad who, who has no fashion sense, man. I'm gonna be dressing oof. better at 50 <laughs> than I do at 39. <laughs> I'm telling you, like my daughter's going to be like, I wanted to be able to hold my hand and be proud of me and all that. Okay, so you don't want her to feel embarrassed of her dad? No, I don't. I want her to be proud of her dad. <laughs> you don't want to be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I want her to be proud of her dad. It's not that I don't want her to be embarrassed because that's like the lowest bar. Okay. Like my bar is high. I want her to be proud. But not, we're, we're talking about a sports day? Yeah, well, we're talking I'm, about life. Like, I'm you know, talking about people like, saying they want to be alive for the kids. And so you're saying that's such a major thing, and yet, and it's like even, they've given up on it. And even that major thing, they can't, they can't hold on to. If they can't do it for that, they're not going to do it to like lose two pounds in a week, are they? Yeah. So, but I, yes, but I, but in our in our industry, we've in gone our slightly gym, off here, but it's still all part of the oh, same thing. It's all part of the same thing. In our in our gym, and what we see with people, 
I'd say that we've seen more people make positive turns than we've seen people leave and not come back. I'd see I'd say that there's more people making a change and and doing things differently um, that than than we have before. So I, I that's a that's a plus. That's a positive. But I do think that you're going to have people that you just can't help. And I think that you can, as long as you know that you do your best, as long as we help the obesity crisis in the way that we can, then I think, you know, we're part of the solution and you're you're helping people get there. But there are going to be people who, even if it is like to just run around with their kids and be happy and like, you know, and they just, they can't do it for that. We've just got to hope that maybe they'll go somewhere and they will find that drive and they might not find it with us, but maybe they'll find it somewhere else. And that's okay. As long as they find it, as long as they find it. Yeah. I guess that's the bottom line. Yeah. As long as you find a way somehow. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure that you subscribe, leave five star reviews. Only five stars. Only five stars. The others don't count. Yeah. Um, Which is crazy. Why do they have four, three, two and one? (laughs) Anyway. And we'll see you again soon. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Subscribe now on iTunes and Spotify.